we're jumping right into this right now. I'm not even gonna waste time trying to introduce, I'm gonna let this expert right here introduce himself and exactly why this topic today is so vitally important. Awesome, thank you, Jeff. My name is Lay Sudrak and I'm an expert in the finance industry. So when Jeff came to me and asked me, hey, Lay, can you actually, um, in a financial perspective, can you answer this question? How to save for a house while renting in Canada? Immediately I was like, hmm, that is a good question. So when, when you asked me that question, we all know that BC right now has one of the most expensive place to live. It does, it, it really, really does. And that's why we were fortunate to, to have you on our show today. So thank you, you know, let's, let's just get right into the main point of this. Let's just jump right into it right now and, and say what exactly is financial literacy. Perfect. So when you asked me that topic, I could actually only think of five topic or five uh, steps in order for you to come by to be able to save why renting in Canada. Because do we not, would you guys not agree with me that living in BC is very expensive and the living cost, including rental, is a lot more expensive. Now, it is. Right? It is. It is. It's, it's, it's a very big topic. Even actually today, I think they just talked about capping the rental rate to two percent. I think I read today something about that. So mm -hmm. you know what? We're not talking about rentals today, but you're absolutely right. It, it's a huge thing. And then Ricky just coughed right there. So I don't know if anyone heard it in the background because he always gets mad at me for these certain things. So uh, just ignore Rick's cough. But uh, keep going on. So the five topic that I'm actually going to want to talk about today is the first one. You actually need to have a budget. Simple as that may sound, scary enough, more than 50% of Canadians don't even do a budget. Wow. Well, and, and, and that is so true. And, and even in our industry, for real estate aspect, that's one of the very first things we talk about is budget. So keep continuing yeah. on, please. So you need to understand what's going in, in at the end of the month and what's going on at the end of the month. Once you get a picture of that, every month times that by 12. And that's when you know how much you'll be able to set aside for saving. Right? So the next habit or the next step that you want to do is you got to have a goal. How much are you wanting to save? How long do you need to save? Because you need to understand how much of a down payment are you willing to put down for your home? Oh, very, very important. Uh, down payment is the lifeblood of buying any property. You need to have savings. And, and it's very easy for myself to say, well, how much do you have for down payment without knowing the back end struggle of how to actually accumulate the wealth to have that saving? Mm -hmm. So yeah, thank you very much again for that. Yeah. For example, I we have an app on our website where you could actually input on the goal that you want to put in. So let's say 50,000. And we actually, Ricky, remember the iPad that we had it? So. On my left-hand side, we'll include a link on where you could put in your input on how uh, on the financial calculator, where how much you want to put aside, how much are you willing to budget, and then also how long it will take you to budget. So, Jeff, for example, let's just say you want to put fifty thousand dollars aside 
$50,000 is your end goal that you want to save up. Mm-hmm. That's a mm-hmm. fair mm-hmm. amount of number. Would you not agree? I, I completely agree. Yeah. yeah, perfect. Then you decide, hey, you know what? Let's say you only put $100 away each month. Okay, each month. Let me ask you, how long do you think it'll take for you in a month-wise for you to be able to save up $50,000? Per month? No, until you hit your goal, $50,000 a month. You know, uh, how long do you think it'll take you to get there? I'm not even gonna try to make a guess to it. Not because I can't do it, I'm, I'm pretty sure I can do it, but for the sake of the speed of the video, because video, Ricky always gets mad that I talk too much all the time, so I'm just gonna let you give me the answer. Sure. But I know the answer, sure. by the way, I just want him to give it. We ask, we ask surveys and people say, well, is it maybe seven years? Is it 10 years? or would you believe it's actually more than 15 years? So the answer to that is, if you were to one, save up $50,000 away, I mean, your goal is to save up to $50,000 and you start from zero now, putting $100 away each month, for uh, each month, you would need to save roughly 41 years and eight months just to reach 50,000. 41 years. Let's keep uh, going so we can figure out how to shorten this time frame because I want a lot more clients buying properties. You know, I want to wait for 41 years till they buy it. So get, get, yeah. let's just so keep the you next talking. Step, the next step, now once you start learning, you have, a, you have a goal in mind. The next step, what you need to do is you need to be able to be disciplined enough. Discipline's a huge, huge thing. Uh, and I uh, thank you for even bringing that topic up about discipline. That That's so huge. And it's the, it's the easiest sounding, mm-hmm. but the one of the hardest things to actually do in every industry. It is. It is. Aha, maybe we could say one month, two month, but hey, let's, you know what? Let's go out and have a, that expensive dinner for an anniversary. Oh, uh, kid's birthday that we have. Oh, you know what? Uh, let's go on vacation. How disciplined can you be to say no to those? I have a daughter. Um, I'm not that very disciplined at all. I, I end up spending way too much. So, but yeah, I mm. completely get what you're saying. Completely, yeah. completely get what you're saying. Once you're able to be disciplined now, the, now the step four is it has to be a habit. A habit. A habit. Right? We ask ourselves, how long does, how many days do you need to create a habit? That's a very interesting way of putting it. I've never mm-hmm. actually heard of how many days to create a habit. You know, I'm, I'm actually, I've never actually heard yeah. how you just said that. That's actually mm-hmm. very, very fascinating. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I know it's between 28 or 29 days consistently to create a habit or to break or create a new habit. That sounds, I'm, I'm actually very flabbergasted because that's such a, a unique way of putting it that I actually never even stood that. So, mm-hmm. well, I, I learned something and it's very rare for me to learn because I mostly know everything, right, <laughs> as, as Ricky knows. But um, please continue on. Yeah, so if you could be disciplined enough for at least one month, then you could be disciplined for two months, three months, four months, and all the way to depending on how long you want to save up for right now the last one the last step of uh, to answer your question is one you must to really want to save for your future 
I hear a lot of people in my industry. I hear a lot of people that they come to me. They're like, "Hey, I want to start saving. I want to save. I want to save." Absolutely, yeah, you could save, but how disciplined enough can you save that maybe ten dollars, twenty dollars, a hundred dollars, even a thousand dollars? You have to want to save because you're gonna be ups and down, and the when you're up is good, but when you're down, you're like, no, "I need to spend that money. I need to spend it. I need to spend it." So the discipline versus, oh, not sorry, I shouldn't say versus discipline plus determination. Yes. The, right. Well, how bad do you want that home? And and I'm glad you really said that because right now in our industry, we talk about interest rates rising. Mm-hmm. And it's very, and it not only interest rates rising, but the rental rate has also shot up. Yes. So the, the, the urge and need and want to get out of the rental world into the home ownership world it's such a relevant topic today and unfortunately our, our school systems don't really teach about financial literacy so uh, i remember when we sat over dinner that time when we talked and, and you introduced the whole idea of of what you're actually teaching what you're actually doing to educate was so astounding to me. It, 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 regina- it regulated so much with me that I'm like, okay, well, we, I, you know what? I, I need to get you on the show. That, 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 there's no ifs and buts. And, and if you can't come on, I'm going to come to your house. And well, you know what? I probably want to just send Ricky because you know, he's very aggressive and very mean. Um, and he'll probably come get you. <laughs> <laughs> so, but with that being said, I cut you right off. Please remember, like, subscribe, hit that thumbs up. And make a comment because we actually had somebody on our, not on our show, but made a comment, subscribed, and Ricky went through the crazy trouble of tracking them down, threw their phone over, sent them the hoodie, <laughs> only for me to call them and say, Rick, did you give the wrong email address? Did you give the wrong address? Because I got the hoodie come back and actually you guys moved. He didn't tell us. He's sitting in my wow. office. Wow. And it's there. So... When you like, when you subscribe, when you hit that thumbs up and you comment, be relevant with the information so we can get back to you. But getting back to that, because I had to say that because you don't, Rick would get mad if I didn't give those topics. Let's continue on with not only of why this is so important, but more importantly, why did you get into this? Like, How did you actually get right into this? That's that's a great question. Thank you for. Uh, I know it's a great question. I asked it, by the way, so you know I don't blame you for saying it's a great question. But how did you get into it? Ah, uh, well, before that, you guys know we're all Asians here, and especially me, I love free stuff. And if I known I was gonna get some free stuff, I was like, heck, I make sure the address is correct. <laughs> so what you guys want to do? You guys want to make sure that if you're getting some stuff that's being received from my homeboys right here, you make sure it is correct. Uh, you know, it, it, it's not really for me so much. It, it's so for Ricky can send out those uh, hoodies that he always claims that he sends out. And then I find it. he's like, oh, we're all done. We, we sent it out. It's all done. And then I find out they all come back. So I'm really curious about his uh, mailing skills. <laughs> but getting into your 
personal experiences and why you chose mm -hmm. to get in this industry and not only get in this industry, become an expert and further educate yes. others. So I'd love to hear about your, your, your personal involvement and how you got into this. Awesome. So how I got started in this industry is just that um, growing up, my mother is a single mother that raised four children by herself. So as an Asian male growing up, I knew that it was my responsibility to take care of my sisters and my mother. But that was me thinking the old school way because that was all I knew. Now I knew, now, now I know that living in Canada, being in Canada and be able to have the opportunities that we have now, I know how strong my sisters are. I actually, I look up to them and I'm so proud of them. That's why I love them so much for the things that they have accomplished, right? But growing up though, when I was 16 years old, I knew that we, our family, my mother was a single mother, so she had to rely on the welfare system. We all know statistically, if your family has already fallen into the welfare system, the likelihood of the next generation of going into the welfare system is very high. And, and that, uh, sorry to cut you off in your personal story here, but I, I really want to touch on that because that's so very important here, especially with the rising prices of our local community here in British Columbia. It, it, we live in one of the most expensive cities in the world. Mm -hmm. And to be in that bubble of the whole welfare system doesn't mean, in, in my opinion, doesn't mean that you're out. And doesn't mean that you always need to stay there. Mm -hmm. But going back to the discipline, the determination to, to get out and to achieve and to grow and to prosper, yeah. right, it is really what the, the, not only the system's about, but the values. And, mm -hmm. and, and, and thank you for saying that part, by the way, because not too many people will share such a personal, intimate story like that, which would, I believe personally, which would resonate with a lot of Canadians, and not only Canadians, but people in general. So, so let me just personally say thank you for that, because Ricky has never shared a personal story uh, at all. Even when I tried, he always gets very angry at the end of it. So but thank you for sharing that, but please continue on. Yeah, thank you. Um, so what I really found out is, yes, you could be in the welfare system, but how you get yourself out of that welfare system is education. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. education and the one factor had that has driven me so much is financial education that's the reason why I wear this pin so proudly because I am part of a financial literacy campaign and you may ask what is this financial literacy campaign what is it all about so very simple we provide free financial education for people to understand their financial situation how to get out of debt, how to understand proper savings in retirement, and how to plan for their future properly. And I believe that's the reason why we're here talking because how do renters save properly so then they're not always renting anymore. And, and what you just said right now, it, it, it's so true. When we sat at dinner at that time, uh, we're sitting across from each other and you're at dinner, there's so many people there it's hard to really communicate, but the first thing I saw was the pin that he's wearing. Right away, it, 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 it struck with me. I'm like, well, wait, what is that pin you're wearing? And, and that's how this topic all came to fruition. Mm -hmm. And to see someone so proud, dedicated, and believe in the message, to wear it at a social function, at a personal social, not a business one, but at a personal event 
really showed the passion and, and, and that's something that really touched home with me and, and, and I really thank you for coming and one thing I really want to do because Ricky always wants to make our videos very quick not too long and he, he's actually kicking me under the table as I'm saying this I don't know why he is but um, is to talk about one book right here that you, you gave me today and I actually went through this really really quickly the way it's written would not intimidate you. It, a lot of books, when it comes to financial stuff, you know, you get afraid of the wording. You get discouraged about maybe not knowing what this means, not knowing what this means. Such a easily written book in terms of the understanding. So if you can actually just talk a little bit about this. Yes. Yeah, so the way how I stumble on this financial career or just with this campaign, it's just that I've been in the financial world and honestly what we were taught to do is just learn how to sell from your world market or your friends and family. We were never taught to educate people on this. Mm -hmm. So when someone invited me and gave me this book, Saving for Your Future, I was amazed at the at, at how easy. Mind you, the book's being cut off a bit, so it's okay. It's the first time I'm on the show, so I'm just gonna put it right here. There you go, Rick will, Rick will do it and do that kind of stuff. It's okay, keep going. It's the first time on the video, people. I mean, I think it's looking pretty good. I mean, we didn't have a makeup artist here or anything. We had to dab them down a bit. But it's all good. We're good. We're good with that. Go ahead. Everything's all CG. <laughs> <laughs> so that, I was amazed on how simple the e and simple read the easy uh, the book was because mm -hmm. I've been in the financial industry. And in order to understand finances, they give us a just to read and understand the finances. You know there's gonna be a quack there, by the way, right? <laughs> just letting you know, but they're going quack, keep going, keep going, keep yeah. <laughs> So when I read this book, it's very simple enough to read, and it's meant to share as a friend, Jeff, talking to a friend about, hey, do you understand such easy word as compounding interest? Do you know what the rule of 72 is? Do you know how your debt works and how owning someone works as well because it could work for you or against you now you, you said a lot of um very important words there but one that i would say probably a vast vast majority doesn't know and i think maybe we should end this show off with this right here uh compounding interest most of her heard, maybe don't understand it, which is why you should call because Rick's gonna have put his number here, there, somewhere all over the place, and we can have a conversation with you about that more. But you said the 72. Yes. If we can quickly explain that before we end it today. Yes. Let me know a little bit about that. Awesome. So the rule of sum two is very basic, but before I mentioned that I'm um, shameless plug. I actually would encourage everybody to come and check out our financial literacy workshop. What we want to do is we want to spread financial literacy to everybody. Our goal is to educate 30 million families by the year 2030. And we need a lot of people coming to check out who we are, what we do, and what is this education so beneficial. So one the topic we do talk about and uh, we do talk about in the workshop is understanding about the rule of 72. So, do you know the, uh, Albert Einstein? E equals MC squared. E equals MC squared. So he came up, he didn't make this, but he came up with this phrase where those who understand the rule of 72 will earn it. 
those who do not understand the rule of sum two will pay for it because the rule of sum two or the compound interest is like the eight one of the row, right? So if you have an interest rate, in the interest rate on your money, whatever interest rate you have on your money, divide up by 72, and that's long. That's how long your money's gonna double. I didn't have, I actually had no idea. Myself, I mean, I'm in the industry, all you guys know I'm in the industry. I, myself, has never, never heard about the 72 rule, let alone the involvement of Albert Einstein. So, I mean, Wow. Okay. Well, uh, that, that, that's something. So, sorry, I had to cut you off because I was amazed by that. But go ahead, keep keep, so keep talking. In one of the books that we talked about in Rule Summit Two, we actually mentioned page eleven. I remembered it. Page eleven. Yes. Okay, on page remember. eleven on saving for your future, we actually talks about the Rule Summit Two. And if, say, for example, Rick will put the get, uh, page right up there. If, for example, if you were to get pretty much six percent on your money. Divide that by 72, and that's how your money will double every 12 years. You know what, with that point right there, mm -hmm. because I noticed, you know, there's so much information that can't be shared in a quick video yes. about the importance of this rule, mm -hmm. where I would hate to actually diminish and give no attention and the importance to it. Yes. So I'm going to cut that part off now because the importance of it's not there, but mm -hmm. because of the importance, I would want people to actually call yes. and understand why that is. Actually, you know what? No, because... No, you remember disagree with my show. You're disagreeing with me? Like, seriously. The guy, I am. The, 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 the guy came <laughs> on my show, and now he's saying no and disagreeing with me. Okay, Ricky, if you want to uh, take care of this in every which way, I think I have another wrist brace here somewhere. But, okay. So, sorry, what? Go so, on, disagree with me why I'm show. so passionate about this? Because when he says, those who understand it, think about it. 6% divide up by 72, your money doubles every 12 years, right? But those who don't understand it, your credit card. 19.9%, so that's 20%. Divide that by 72, now that's roughly almost four years. So your debt that you have on your credit card doubles every four years. And that's why people's gotta understand the rule of 72. And you said something very um, important today, earlier on before we started this video, is that when you buy something, a credit card for $1. Yes. How much are you actually already owing? For each dollar a Canadian makes, they're already owing a dollar seventy-eight. That's pretty crazy. You should think about it in, in those kind of ways. And with that, what I'm going to say is, we're going to cut this video to a close today because the importance of this video and the importance of the education needs to be heard more where we need to split this video up in multiple segments. So with that being said, Thank you so much for coming today. We're gonna have the contact information up here. Not only are we gonna have the contact information, we're gonna have the website, the areas where you can go to, and, and we are planning possibly, it's in the works, a workshop yes. happening. Mm -hmm. it, 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 it's, it's in the works here. So as Rick said, please like, subscribe, hit that thumbs up, comment, uh, leave your correct address, your phone number, so so Rick can actually get a hold of you, and 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 actually call if you can. Or leave your number so we can call you and just get in touch with you. And 
And and and so Rick, what you want to just Rick, just say it. We heard you a little bit. They heard you in the background, whispering. You just say it. We absolutely love getting retails from you guys. You we actually really actually talked while I was on our show here. Really, you actually really did. I was actually joking around about it. <laughs> finishing thoughts here. I would like to leave our finishing thoughts with our special guest coming on the show. Thank you last very much minute. for having me. Thank you for coming on. It was such a pleasure, and and I want to have this because it's such an important topic, and I can't even stress how important it is. That I needed to cut this conversation short today because I want to have multiple segments, and I want to under- make people understand the importance of not only financial literacy, but understanding your finances, but how to use that education. That's right. To get further, right? Mm-hmm. A wise man once said. Oh, I know I said a lot of things, but I mean... You did. I'm not sure you quoted this, but... Might have. Knowledge is not power until you apply that knowledge. Apply knowledge is power. I, I completely and utterly agree, and I would normally say a lot more. But I'm going to end it on that. That's a fantastic leaving advice, and once again... Thank you for coming on today. Very much appreciate. I know, I know, me. you have a very, very busy schedule, and I've been trying to reach out to you, but I've been busy myself. And Rick, well, you know, I have to also give special attention to Rick because Rick's been very, very busy, and so he's he's he's, he's the only, how aggressive he is. The only reason how you guys actually got me here was Rick. This came to my house, and I was like, I don't want to mess with this guy. Come on. <laughs> I had a feeling. I had a feeling there was something that way because you know I I, I saw a little teaser. I'm like I gotta do this. So I had I had a feeling. See, it's not only me saying this, by the way. It, it's see, I actually have a guest now collaborating my story. And Rick, you, you dare not edit this out because now this is now video testimony evidence. If I ever need to go to court, right? That's what I say. Thing. With that being said, episode 38, the Real Estate Podcast Show. Thank you again for coming on the show. And my hands all screwed up because you know Ricky actually got mad at me with other things. But either way. Thank you for, thank you for uh, tuning in. Please like, subscribe, hit the thumbs up, comment, leave your right number. Ricky will get in touch with you. We're out. <laughs>